Welcome back to the Modern Mindfulness Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Mars. And first off, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who has texted me, chatted with me, shared this podcast wherever. I so, so, so appreciate it. And I really can't thank you enough. And I'm still so pumped to be doing this and to see where it all goes. Today's topic is one of my top 10 topics. I don't really have a list of my top 10 topics, but if there was one, this would be on it because it's that important to me. It's a skill set or a lens of awareness that I really want every human on this planet to have in their own personal tool bag because I believe that when we all know this concept, that it will actually help everybody. It will help this whole planet. And at the core of everything that I do, I'm asking, will this embedder the planet And if it's a yes, then it is on. So this is one of those topics. And it is hustle and flow. Hustle and flow. And I really just want to dive into the word hustle. What do you think of when you hear the word hustle? And perhaps even more importantly, what do you feel in your body when you invite in the word hustle? I know for me, I think right away, lots of physical movement, hurrying around, maybe through lots of people. And in my body, it feels very contracted. It feels a little nervous to me. It, it feels rushed in my body. Could be totally different for you. And then when you think of the word flow, and when you hear the word flow, what comes to mind and what comes to body? Right away for me, when I think of flow, it just feels soft in my mind. I can feel it right away in my body. I feel more grounded. I feel softer, more fluid. And again, could be totally different for you. That's just me. And there's no right or wrong here. To me, the bigger idea here is to harmonize the hustle and the flow. I like to use the word harmony or harmonize a little bit more than I use the word balance because when I hear the word balance, I'm picturing an actual scale and putting all your life stuff on that scale and balancing it out. You know, that one, if you've ever played with a scale, you put that one little thing on it, all of a sudden the balance is off. So I almost feel like it's this illusion that I keep crawling towards and I'm never quite balanced. So harmony has a little bit more of this swirly, symphonic feeling to me. And I like that better. And that goes in with yin and yang. So if you've ever seen the symbolism of yang, yin, yin, yang, you know, it's swirling. It's kind of this never-ending thing. And it's this big macro-level concept of duality, of having two forces that, in my opinion, they're needed. They're needed for life. And that's what we're talking about today is really how these two forces can blend so that everything can coexist real beautifully here. And the real obvious ones to me, and there are so many more examples, but masculine and feminine, that's the real obvious one. Without masculine feminine energy, none of us would be here and life would actually end. So masculine, feminine, with that comes day and night, sun and moon, right and left, yang and yin, Shiva Shakti, doing and being, hustle and flow. And so for the yogis out there, 
in a yoga pose, if you're holding a yoga posture, if you've ever heard the word hatha, H-A-T-H-A, yoga, it basically means sun and moon. So in every single yoga pose you're holding, there's sun and moon element. Some muscles are fiery and strong and strengthening, and other muscles are a little cooler and more passive, still present, but a little different feel. So that might help you have a physical example of how this exists just in all sorts of levels. We need both for life to exist. One is not better than the other. But what happens is that there's this you know, disconnect or fluctuation one way more than the other. If you think of where you are in your life right now, what is more present for you, hustle or flow? Now that you have some feelings in your body and some thoughts in your mind around what these are to you, what is more present right now? And whether you think of it as this year, this quarter of the year, this month, this week, this day, what's dominating for you? If you listen to the first episode of this podcast, I shared how I was told in third grade that I was burning the candle at both ends. So believe me, I get the hustle. It's part of me. Just through various astrologies and more recently human design, I've learned that I am a generator. I am a doer. And at the same time, I've also learned the harder way when some of that energy has taken over more than the other. And I'll share more on that later on. There is a time and a place to hustle. When might that be? I think of if you're an actual athlete, you're running in a race, sure, like you want to win. You got to hustle physically. I'm guessing you want to (laughs) win. Or maybe you have a deadline and there's some sort of a deadline and you need to hustle, though I honestly think that's a little tied into if you're hustling with a deadline, you have procrastinated at some point. And more on that in the first episode if you missed it. So you can go back and hear my thoughts on procrastination. Or say you're in the airport and it was not your fault that a flight landed late. You've got a boogie to your next fight. You've got to run through the airport. There's a time and a place to hustle, right? But with all of that, there's still room to flow. And what happens more than not from my observations through the years, just in being a human being and in working with people specifically, hustling takes over. And this is actually much bigger and it's a popular topic right now. So this may not be the first time you've thought about this whole notion. And that's great. Uh, I think we need to talk about this more. There's conversations around overall consciousness. If you've heard of the patriarchy conversation and even things like the Me Too movement that happened last year, like there are these forces that are showing up more presently for us and we're really taking a closer look at them um, right now in our modern times, which I think is really great and will be really healing for us all. So if you think of our culture in the United States, for those of you that are here, What I see is that hustle tends to equal success, or at least that's what it has for years. There is this shift happening. Or hustling equals productivity, like you're going to get more done if you hurry all over the place and fill your calendar up with all kinds of things. Or that hustle is, you know, it's winning and who doesn't want to win? But (laughs) do you recall the story of the tortoise and the hare? Long story short, the tortoise wins. And this is because the hare, the fast little rabbit, was so confident in himself that he stopped during the race, falls asleep, which makes sense if he's just a hustler, he's tired at the core of him, falls asleep, and then the tortoise wins. So I'm offering this idea of be the tortoise because you're actually still going to win and get ahead by slowing things down, flowing things down. 
Now, there is a little catch. Unless you are so turtly slow that you would benefit from harnessing your inner hair, then that's for you. And this is where having that lens of what is dominating right now, what is more present in my life, whether it's this year, this month, this week, this day, this moment, and then what needs to come in to help harmonize the hair. You may need to harmonize the tortoise, and we'll continue with some options here coming up. What I have also realized through the years just in listening to interviews and seeing examples of modern-day hustlers They all seem to end up, I'm saying this real loosely, but so many of them seem to end up saying at some point that through the years of hustling and all this so-called success, that they realize that what really matters, and for some of them they missed out on it, was love, was connection, was family, was actually living. And I believe that when you're hustling, you're not fully living. You're not fully present. You're not able to really feel all the greatness that comes with this life that we get as human beings. So flow down. Let's all flow down a little bit. And the people I work with, I tend to attract the hustlers by nature. And so I have witnessed a lot through the years firsthand with people. And I do see more than not that at a certain point, the hustle will break you down, whether it's physically, emotionally, energetically, spiritually. I believe that just in the energy of hustling, that you start to shut things off, you start to overuse things, and you also block your ability to receive, which is also a force that is needed to stay healthy and harmonized or balanced. If you think of a car, you know, you're just going to go get on the highway and press that gas pedal and, and go, 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 go. And at what point do you run out of gas? You will run out of gas if you're operating on gas. And I also see this in like short examples. Um, I see this all the time where people are just gunning it to a red light. You know, I like to coast to the red lights myself. I see it. If you're paying attention, you see that red light. And you know, why gun it? Why? Well, first of all, you're wasting gas. Like imagine if we all stopped doing that. And secondly, why? Why are we racing to a red light? And I feel like that is such a big, bold example of what happens when you hustle. Like, You go, you crank it, you burn gas fast, and then you end up having to stop anyway. And just something to see. And I see examples all over, but that's one that I see literally all the time, every single day. And in case you haven't heard, stress is very common and it causes like a gazillion different diseases, which is horrible. But the good news is that we can work with stress. Like we can totally start to add some practices in that will decrease stress in all of us, which can help heal everybody and can really help shift what's going on. When we're stressed out, the body is basically in this fight or flight mode in the nervous system. You've probably heard of this before, but if you think of when you are triggered by something and especially primitively, if you were approached by a bear, (laughs) all of a sudden you are in fight or flight mode. You are either fighting that bear or you're flying away from that bear. And lucky for us, we don't have to run away from bears in our modern times, but there are so many moments where this primal response in the body, it's there. And so when we are faced with stress, even if it's just someone cutting us off on the highway or something, just a curveball, any sort of curveball thrown our way, we can get just as triggered as if we were being chased by a bear. And, you know, in a certain conversation, like, let's talk about that. There's no need to get that stressed out about things that are not bears running to eat you. Not that they want to eat you. But when we are in fight or flight mode 
all of the time, which I believe most hustlers are, the nervous system is just pumping, pumping, pumping. It's pumping all sorts of stress hormones. It's making the heart work harder. It's really just taxing every cell in your body. And within that stress, you weaken yourself. And then at some point, something just might happen where you're you're bedridden or you actually have to stop. And I think in a way, it's just such a, an interesting cycle that a lot of people go through where the one thing they don't want to do is stop and then they are forced to stop when they haven't had that blend, that right blend of stuff to keep them all balanced out, harmonized. So generalizing today, more flow, please. And... All that said, let's talk about the micro, like the littler things in our days. And I tend to look at this in a weekly sense for me as I do have a couple days each week that are more yang, they're more hustle. So I am more mindful to add days that are also more flow. And this is still a practice for me. It still is a challenge some weeks to literally make myself carve out time to not work, to say no to things, to establish boundaries around the amount of things that I take on. So if this is you, you're not alone, and it's a practice. We just keep practicing together. (laughs) And then at the same time, on the days when I would consider them more hustly days, there is flow in the hustle. So you can still, if you're sitting there listening to this going, yeah, but I am not a person to just sit still, that's okay. Like There are so many other things to do other than sit still, that can help add in some flow to the hustle. And you can just weave some things in. So even on my busy days, I'm realizing those little moments that are going to help bring me back down. That if I start to feel real rushed, I can pause. I can just sit in my car for a moment before going into the next thing. I can breathe. I can listen to softer music in the car, classical music, yoga music versus whatever else. And it takes time to figure out when you start to feel it in your body. So if you reflect back earlier when we were thinking of hustle and thinking of flow and feeling it in the body, the more you connect with, oh, that's how it feels, then you're going to know when you're doing all sorts of activities in your days, oh, there I am. I'm getting a little too much in hustle mode. Time to flow down, man. And when I feel a bit too amped up and I've been going, 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 I either take the day off, which I used to do high-intensity workouts almost every day. I would work out every day, and now I know that a day off is actually going to serve me so much better because I'll be able to catch up with myself and receive all the work and even all the workouts that I've already done because, you know what, I take a few days off, the body is still repairing for a good 24-hour window. On the flip side... Sometimes I personally do feel kind of snoozy and not in like a really tired way, but just low energy. And I know that especially if there are some things that I I need to, quote unquote, need to get done, that I need to charge up my body. So I might go add in a spin class or a run or something that's going to get the movement back in my body of a good quality of hustle. Ebb and flow, everybody. You go in and out. You hustle, you flow. You hustle, you flow. And this might be where you add more yoga to your workouts. Or if you're a yoga person and that's all you do, you know there are different types of yoga these days in terms of taking classes. And you might benefit from even more specifically a restorative yoga class or a yin yoga class where it's going to nurture the flow side of you and really um, let that feel rebuilt and restored. How else... Do you come down? 
speaking to hustlers. How else do you come down? Well, this is where, sure, you could look at your week, you could look at certain days, and you could look at certain moments within certain days, however you want to look at it. Some other ways to come down would be meditation, as mentioned, breathing, taking several deep breaths might be enough in certain points in time. Just chilling out. Let yourself sit at home. If you are someone who is constantly working on something that is not necessarily pleasurable or by choice, chill out. Even if you need to sit and do the whole Netflix and chill thing, like that is okay until it's not. (laughs) And can you also embrace the fact that you do have these things to do? Can you feel this layer also of gratitude? I'm so grateful I have this stuff to do. My teacher, Lauren Roche, says to-do lists are holy. So there's also in that split shift of I've got all this to do into I get to do all of this. And we do juggle a lot. I know I have laundry lists of things every single day. And if you can just shift your perspective, which is a whole other conversation, but realizing that even within these hustle days, there's a way to feel grateful for them. And that in itself can also add some flow, can add some softening. So some other real specifics in terms of adding some flow or feminine. A few years ago when I was in burnout mode, I mentally was in burnout mode. I was working with a business coach and all the projects. It was just nonstop for a year mentally for me. And I burnt myself out. I couldn't look at my work for three to four months. And that was a big turning point in this whole thing for me to figure out, okay, there's your sign. You just hit the bottom. And now how do you not ever do that again? And somewhere along the way, roses, the roses, what's more feminine than a rose, came to my attention. And they started showing up everywhere. And I was kidding I still kid, like roses are my spirit animal because they still show up. And every time I see a rose, I'm reminded of the feminine, which reminds me of the flow. And I immersed myself in rose everything. I was buying the rose spray, which I still use, more pinks. So colors, things that you can just see that will trigger that response in the body. And it will take perhaps a little shift time of practicing of like, oh, I'm actually seeing the color pink or red right now, and that is more feminine, and that's going to help balance the masculine out. Or it could be lighting candles, you know, setting the mood for yourself, setting a softer environment, um, turning the lights down in the evening, keeping the TV off, like doing some things that are going to be less charging on you. For me, caffeine is another big one. I love coffee. And at the same time, I don't always feel great with coffee in my system. So if you're already a hustler and then you're adding Sometimes I hear people drink pots of coffee <laughs> to your nervous system already buzzed, buzzed, buzzed experience. That's not great. <laughs> and I know for me, I will have those days where my body says no to coffee, which that is a huge sign that I have hit a point and then I'll drink tea instead. And then the coffee comes back like any old friend. You can also think of if you're aware of Ayurveda, which I'll have some great Ayurveda conversations on this podcast in episodes to come, but Ayurveda is a sister science of yoga and it does look at you as a human and what is in a governing you already by nature. And so those of you that are perhaps more fiery, what Ayurveda might suggest would be to have cooler foods like yogurts, dairy, things that are literally cool, like cucumbers, things that you can have from the fridge or ice down. Um, Or if you're a little too turtly, you might add some spicy food, add some, you know, extra flavor, actual spice to your food. So there are ways to also utilize your foods, your taste buds, 
just realize that this is all so interwoven. Different music, like I mentioned, taking more baths. A bath makes you sit still for a little bit, right? And then you can toss in some bath salts and light some candles. Like You can do a whole experience for yourself. And even if you're sitting there going, yeah, that sounds really nice. And when do I have time to do that? Ding, ding, ding. Like that's another sign. If you are hearing that dialogue of when do I have time, time to do that? Well, where, what are you spending your time on and how is that serving you? <laughs> Maybe we're on our social media a lot. Um, there's also multitasking is kind of old news. A lot of studies have shown that multitasking is not great, but I'll give you a little multitasking tip. You can take a bath and still like listen to your podcast or take a bath and then read and you can kind of blend it in, but know that your body as you're taking the bath will be able to benefit and then you can still mentally stimulate yourself if you need, if you even need to do that. You may not need to do that. And then even just within mindset, I mentioned you know, feeling grateful for your to-dos, but there are other ways to just start to feel into when the head gets busy you know, how is that? And can you shift gears, whether it's more into gratitude, more into receiving, just adding elements of pause, picturing something that makes you feel flow, like using the power of visualization within the mind. So there's just so many different ways we can take this. Oh, I hope you have benefited from this conversation. And ultimately, I just believe that having this heightened awareness not just of the concept, but also of the embodiment of this. Something like this can absolutely be felt in the physical body and in the mind. And having this heightened awareness around the hustle and flow will lead to change and change will lead to growth. And if you're not growing, you're dying. <laughs> and I want us all to continue to grow and evolve and really just elevate our own individual vibration on this planet and realizing that we're all connected here. We're all one at a certain point. I'd like to finish this episode just giving you a couple minutes to just pause if this is the one time in your day that you're giving yourself to listen to something like this. I'd like to incorporate integration. So as you Take a moment to relax what you can relax. If you're driving, you might still be able to relax your shoulders and your neck, feel your spine lift. If you're somewhere where you're totally still already, you can invite the eyes to close. And take a deeper breath that you can feel into your belly. And sigh out through your nose or your mouth. Take a breath in, feel the belly expand sideways, up and down. Exhale. Letting it all go. As you keep the breaths flowing, feel the nervous system shift gears, taking it more into that flow state, out of fight or flight. And you take this time either to just breathe and pause, or to remember what were a few nuggets from this conversation today that you'd like to retain, that you know will benefit you? Did you connect with just this overall concept? Did you realize what energy is dominating your life right now or most of your days? Did you have any ahas around the why? Why are you a certain way? Why are you moving through life a certain way? And is it helping you? Where is it getting you? And are there a few things that you can promise yourself right now that you'll add? It could start with this, pausing, breathing. Could you do a little more of this? 
Maybe you go home and you take a bubble bath or you shift your exercise habits. Anything and everything. So I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what you come up with. I'd love to hear how this has impacted you. So whether you add a comment to the podcast or send me a message, my email is hello at rebeccamars.com on Instagram at Becca Blue, B-E-K-K-A-B-L-U-E. I'm going to screenshot this episode and share it with the masses. If you know someone who would benefit from this conversation, please send them the link. Um, This is what it's all about. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And till next time, peace.